0: Hello and welcome along to Thursday's edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley and, as usual, joined by the ATP Tour Senior Handicapper for Because We Win, Sean Calvert. Sean, we're not the most exciting quarterfinals today. It's quarterfinal day today. We mentioned that in yesterday's podcast. We have two quarterfinals tomorrow in the Spanish capital, and if anyone had picked these two players or these four players to play in the two quarterfinals, they'd be very, very rich, wouldn't they?
1: It would also have been impossible, wouldn't it, at the start <laughs> yeah. of the tournament because Karatsev obviously wasn't in it. Um, Struff wasn't in it. He, he he lost in qualifying, in fact, got back in as a lucky loser. So those two were physically impossible to predict. pass yeah, we said, didn't we, that he was the most likely one to progress from that bottom half of the draw, but I don't think many people would have picked out Zhang
0: no. Um, I don't think Zhang would have even picked himself. I mean, he's the first Chinese player to make an ATP Tour 1000 quarterfinal. Uh, he's ranked at 99 in the world, just, outside the top, uh, just inside the top 100. And he's up against uh, Aslan Karatev. Uh It's the first game we're going to talk about. We don't know the order of play yet. Check the Rivers website. Um, I don't think it'll be early, so you may be able to uh, have a little bit of a line like you did today. Uh, this is the bottom half of the draw in Madrid. And uh, Zhang and Jezing, I mean, Zhang and... He's just well these two played played once before, but uh, it was sort of had a bit of a cloud over it. The game, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a chance here for 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 just going back to Struff for a second for Struff and Karatsev. If either of these two win um, their matches, they're going to be the first ever qualifier or lucky loser to make the semifinals at Madrid since it moved to a clay surface many years ago. So there's a little bit of history to be made for these two. Um, First, first off, Sorry, in Karatsev. Yeah, they've played once before, and it, we've we've talked before, haven't we, about Karatsev? He, he's he's under a cloud. He has been under a cloud for much of his career, uh, for some questionable, very questionable efforts in matches. Um, you know, there's a lot been said about him, and th- when he played Zhang, I think it was in Astana, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Very, very slow conditions there on indoor hard. Karatsev managed to he won the first set, I think Karatsev, and then he lost at some point he lost 20 points in a row in that match. Um, Which is, you know, if you've ever tried to lose 20 points in a row in a tennis match, it's not an easy thing to do. He did have a, he did have a, well, he appeared to have a right thigh injury in that, in that game. He had the trainer out. Um, And let's just assume that that was the reason that he lost the match. um, Allied to the fact that it was also slow conditions, which you wouldn't, you wouldn't put Karatsev as, as favorite in, in very slow conditions like they were in Astana, but if you'd watch that match, you you would come away sort of scratching your head, thinking, "Okay, you know, is is that on the level or isn't it?" So, um, that one is difficult to assess. I mean, we can, we can look at this match in a in a variety of ways. Um, none of them are particularly appealing from a betting point of view. I think the interesting stat here, if we look at what they've done so far in this tournament, in the main draw, uh, their service points, one return points, one totals. Karatsev's on one hundred and five. Zhang's on one hundred and four. The interesting takeaway from Zhang's stats, just looking at them, is, is they're massively served audiences. It's like looking at a set of stats from like a John Isner or something, he's won 75% of his service points and only 29% of return points. And that has combined to see him playing 0.64 tiebreaks per set. Seven out of the 11 sets he's played at this tournament have been tiebreaks, which does suggest overs, doesn't it? Mm. Um, as we've been saying all along. However, he did say after after he just about beat Fritz yesterday that he'd played a practice set already here this week with Karatsev, and he lost six love. Um, do you believe so, that? do you believe that? It's a strange thing to say, though. If he hasn't, why would he say it? If 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 it's it's a bit of a weird thing in a post match interview just to come out with that. If it's not true, that would be a bit a bit odd. Um, I believe it. Yes. Would you, you not...
0: Would you think that tennis players go all at it in you know? in practice matches? Are they really...
1: Depends who you are. I mean, if you've seen a lot of these guys on the practice courts, let's take Gail Monfils, for example. If you ever watch him on the practice court, he just looks like he's on holiday having a knockabout on the beach. Um, whereas others, you know, like Nadal in practice or even people like Holger and it, it just depends who you are. Some players practice really hard. Some just don't bother. Some just sort of knockabout. Like Kyrgios, I've seen practicing Monfils. You can, you can generally tell. The players who are going to put it in in practice and who aren't, but it, it just depends. I wouldn't put too much store on that. You know, it's not like it's a a massive pointer. It's just something that he said that that is interesting. But looking at what they've done on the actual match court, you, you know, Zhang is is he's struggling to break serve, massively struggling to break serve. So that obviously brings in the tiebreak play, which is a plus one uh, plus one twenty five chance of bet rivers. And again, going back to the stats. I've updated them again um, since we did the pod yesterday, and it's now 52% of the matches in the main draw that have featured a tiebreak. I've updated the over games and added another stat into that as well. Over 21.5 games, 67% have gone over 21.5, and and 56% have gone over 22.5. So if you're looking at it based on those stats and the fact that Zhang has held serve an awful lot, and struggle to break serve, you, you would, if you were thinking about having a, a, a bet on this match, and I, I have to say it's not the most appealing given who's in it, that um, the overs or the, yeah, the, the tiebreak would be the ones, wouldn't they?
0: I think so. Now, my only concern with Zhang is he's played a lot of tennis and he could just mm. be running out of gas. That would be my, sort he's played a lot of long games in this tournament, long matches in this tournament. That would be a bit of a concern for me. Uh, the bettors with Bet Rivers have decided that Aslan Karatsev uh, is too popular. He was a price of minus 186. He's now been betting to minus $2. Uh, Zhang is out to plus 160. The spread here is two and a half. And those totals that Sean touched on are pretty much about what the what the percentage chance are on the tournament. The overs, 22 and a half is minus 113, which is about a 52%. And the under 22 and a half is minus 112. I think... Um, you would be looking at the games. I think the, the the market you said there about the tie break does make appeal. But it just the, the fact that Zhang has played a lot, a lot of things. That match against Fritz was a, a long one. Nori was a long one. Shapovalov was a long one. Uh, and Kratsev has had the easiest route through. Uh, I know he obviously come through qualifying and he wasn't even in the tournament at the start. But once he's got into the main draw, he's had probably the easy one. So they probably cancelled each other out really on, the, on what they've done at the tournament. But um, that would be a minor concern if I was going to have a bet. I think that um, the, the games it could be definitely won for over in the first set, and then
1: uh, sort of take that one. But there's we... nerves involved as well. Sorry, mate. I, I yeah, think yeah, that, you know, this is this is a big match for these guys, certainly definitely. for Zhang. Um, you know, Karatsev's played arguably bigger matches than this in his career. Uh, Zhang, I, I would say, hasn't. Um, and we we saw against Taylor Fritz that. Zhang couldn't serve it out. He, you know, he wasn't even close to serving it out when he was asked to serve it out in the final set against Fritz. That that also could bring in a tiebreak. You know, if you, if if the either of these two fails to sort of serve out a set, which I think is probably likely. I mean, I think in terms of fatigue, I think I don't think Zhang's really got anything to lose by going all out here. It's not like he has to save himself. You know, the next tournament isn't doesn't start till you know getting on for a week in in um, Rome. Um, and he has played a lot of clay court tennis. He's actually won 20 of his last 24 matches on clay, Zhang. And he's won 30 of the last 39 clay matches that he's played in the last 12 months. A lot of those were at challenger level, but he's certainly been extremely effective on the clay. I, I definitely, definitely wouldn't back Karatsev at that price. That's, that's the one thing I can 100% say for sure.
0: Do you think the other thing with Zhang is that, obviously, now he's got under the radar, he's through to the quarterfinals, and he's... I can imagine in China they're going to be crazy about him make, making making history. The pressure's on him now, and it's probably a different kind of feel to him. So it goes into this. Yeah, match. again,
1: nerves again. Yeah,
0: we it, don't know how he's going to handle the conditions like you no, said. It's we the don't biggest match of his career. So it's a, it's to it's it's look at this kid and think: Has he got it? Can he go further in his career? Is he as he got something about him? But he's he's not, he's not exactly young, is he? I mean, he's what 20,
1: 28, no. eight twenty eight. He's been around a bit, but uh, playing Same the tennis Garrett's of his left, life. You know, yeah. I mean, carrot's ever done nothing really on the main tour until he sort of burst burst through and got was it the semis the australian open then he Mm. i think he went dubai and all of a sudden he got to number 14 in the world correct so at the age of about again about 27 28 he was and he went from like a, a sort of mediocre challenger player to to the top 15 and then dropped all the way back down again and now he's perhaps on his way back up again so yeah it's 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 a tough one to bet this one, to be honest.
0: Yeah, difficult one. Thirty-seven markets for you to have a bet on. Though, head to the Bet Rivers website. You can scroll through then and have a little little look for the market that takes your fancy. Uh, leans probably over the total games to
1: twenty-two and a half. Sean, would you say that's a small lean? It's yeah. I mean, I, I would probably take the plus money on on the tie break if I was being forced into a bet here. I, I could certainly see someone either of them choking would to serve a set out or a match out. And as I say, Zhang is very, very, very serve-oriented stats. So I think that would probably be a play if I had to make one there. Uh,
0: and if I was going to look for one, I'd probably bet over 10 and a half games in set number one at plus 215. A uh, little bit of interest on that. Um, but the match, I, I, I agree with you, Sean. I think Karatsev at $2. I know the money's come for him. I think people have read too much into that 6-0 uh, thing that Zhang J- J- said when he said he got beat six 0 by Karatsev in, in practice, but uh, you know, I'm not going to take too much into account of practice. My brother beats me when I play tennis with him, and when the money's down, squeaky bum time for my brother. Can't, can't handle it. So he can beat me. you can beat me any you want, but as soon as there's a bit ready down there, he goes to pieces. So uh, I'm I'm not having that. So we have to see what the pressure's like. See what Yang can do. Is he can he handle the pressure? It's going to be the biggest game of his career. And can Koretsef, uh continue to come back and make it through to the semi-finals? The next match is quite an interesting one, really. Here, um, Stefanos Tsitsipas, when we spoke at the start of the tournament, we said that he had probably the easiest draw of everyone in that bottom half of the draw, but we represented no real value. The draws opened up hugely for him now. His quarterfinal opponent here is a player who wasn't even in the main draw. Again, as uh, jo- Sean said, Jean Leonard Struff, his second uh, Clay Court quarterfinal, at the ATP Tour 1000 event after he got to the quarterfinals in Monte Carlo. These two players have played six times before and since the past leads 4 2. And the one thing to take from the from head to head is the amount of long matches they've been involved in. Uh, the last five matches have all cashed overs 30 32. 36, 27 and 23 games of the total in the last five matches. Talking to someone, though, Sean, who's had a long, long week and has played a lot of tennis, that certainly falls into the category of Struff here, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. He's, he's, he's played much more tennis than than Tsitsipas has this week. And he had a, a tough old match last night with Kasheen that he was arguably slightly fortunate to come through. But I think just the way that this match has been priced up, and if you, if you look at those prices and then you, you look at their head-to-head and you look at the stats of their head-to-head, I think you have to take a chance on Struff here because it's been a very closely fought career series. Mm. Um, as you said, it's they've played six times and there's very little in it. In terms of the service points won and return points won totals across all those matches, pass on 102, Struff on 98. So it's it's very, very close and it's a very serve-dominated head-to-head as well. Sitzapas has won... Seventy percent of his service points, and Struff's won sixty-eight percent of his service points, and return points won by both players is low at thirty and thirty-two percent. So it's it's been a a series that has been basically very, very serve dominated. Um, if we look at the the stats of this Madrid, sitzepass is is some way ahead. He's only played three matches, but he's played two very weak servers. So his service points one and return points one total is a very impressive 112. But he's he's played Bears, he's played Zapata Morales, and he's he's had you know he's had no problems breaking their serve. he hasn't actually held that often sit pass. If you compare the two in terms of what they've done in serve, Struff's held serve 93% of the time in the main draw so far in Madrid. Sitzapass only 84%. So he's been a little bit in and out on serve. The other stat that I found really interesting um from this this Madrid so far. Sitsipas has only won 47% of his second serve points, which is not great considering he's played Zapata Morales' team and Baez. And, it, and it arguably, he's not been, apart from Zapata Morales potentially, but he's not, he's not been the better player from the back of the court against those three, if you're looking at those stats. Struff's won 58% of his second serve points, so he's protected his serve far, far second serve far, far better than, than Sitsipas has. I think the, the other interesting thing with this match is if you look at Struff's record against top ten opponents, if you take the the percentages of what he's done and then compare them to the prices, I mean, there's quite a lot of value on Struff. The, the the problem with the problem is that something that I've highlighted before that Struff is not one to trust at this sort of stage of a tournament, quarter finals. You know, he has struggled throughout his career when the pressure's been on. His main his main level record now in quarterfinals is he's won nine and lost nineteen. So he's won nine out of 28 main level quarterfinals. On the plus side, he only played one a couple of weeks ago, didn't he, in Monte Carlo. So you would think that that experience would help him in this match. I mean, hopefully it will, from my point of view, because I'm going to take a little bit of a chance on him. But that record against top 10 opponents, he's won 26% um, of his matches against top 10 opponents, but he's taken a set 23 times in those 43 matches versus top 10 opponents. That's over 50%. 53% of the time he's won a set. And nine of the last 13, which is 69%, he's taken the set. And he's won the first set 16 times out of 43. So 37% of the time he's won the first set against top 10 opponents. So on those stats, the bet that I've taken, which is for him to win set one at at 3.6 plus 260, I think that does represent value.
0: Yeah, we can remember the famous match that he played Alcraz at Wimbledon. When he raced into a two-nil lead. Yeah. start 2 lead, and come back and and he, and we've spoken about Struth before having temperament po- uh, problems to see a match through. Gets off to a great start, get that serve going. It's hard to to break, but it's then just when he nerves, gets it nerves just, and yeah. It, yeah, it just hasn't got that sort of, sort of winning mentality to, in, in the latter stages against the top players. So this one here, I think we're we're both okay. coming from a, from a similar angle because I like. um I like the total games over 21 and a half here at uh, minus 105. The only thing I really put me slightly off was the amount of matches that Striff has played. But given your stats there and given the fact that you're going for Striff to win the first set, I think that total games there at 21 and a half is going to be a bet for me here at minus 105. And I'm going to actually put that in as an official bet. You know, I wasn't going to, but I'm going to put it in. And I also like the over nine and a half, over nine and a half games in the first set, minus 108.
1: Most of their sets have gone over nine and a half. Yeah. Um, Very few haven't. Um, and it's it's because it is so serve so dominated. As I said, they both won an awful lot of points on their on their serves in this matchup. And you know, you would you would think unless Struff is exhausted, but I, I don't, I'm not sure that's going to be a factor really because you know, he's, as I say, this is a massive match for him. It's not he's not got to you know play again in a different tournament in a couple of days. He's got he's got Rome, but that's not doesn't start until next week. So he's you know even if he loses this match, he's got he's got you know time off. So I, I wouldn't be too worried about him physically. Um, the worry I would have is 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 the nerves because it's it's what's held him back is throughout his whole career. I think if you if you asked him to be honest, he would probably admit that um, because he does get very very nervous. That's that that would worry me more than the fatigue element.
0: Yeah, but uh, we, we we cash already. We get into the third set when he chokes from five two up. We don't mind that as long as we as long as we get over the off. Just looking at the
1: first set, I, suppose, yeah, I don't that's care. That's what we care um, about. Yeah.
0: But we're looking at. I'm looking at their previous meetings as well, Sean. I mean, they've, their last five meetings, Struff has won the first set in four of them, or well, their last four meetings, yeah. Struff won the first set. And he's and he's yeah, fou- he has against.
1: Yeah, he's done it regularly against top ten opponents. He's always started well, confidently and aggressively, and, and the way that he should play. But he hasn't been able to carry it through mm-hmm. most of the time.
0: And talking of uh, percentages and stats, 14 sets these two have played in the on the ATP tour. And eleven of the sets have gone over nine and a half games, yep. and this is probably one of the quickest service that they've played. Probably Cincinnati would be a bit quicker, but Barcelona
1: certainly wouldn't be. Yeah, it so, definitely yeah. wouldn't Barcelona. Yeah, I mean this so, is eighty-three well, percent holds, which is up there with most hard courts. Well, it's it's better, is bigger in that percentage than most hard courts. To be honest, eighty-three percent holds mm. and seventy-two percent first serve points one is 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 big for any any tournament, apart from maybe the quicker grass ones.
0: Seventy eight percent matches over nine and a half and you can get minus one oh eight. So there's a few angles and they all sort of involve if the there's shriff. a lot
1: of angles on this, yeah.
0: Yeah, they, they all involve Struff getting off to a flying start and then just crumbling in the in the final set. Maybe what about 6 to past two one as well? That could potentially be a
1: that's a possible, yeah. There's there's so many that well. I could have here. It's it's actually quite hard to to decide on one. Um but yeah, I think they'll they're all from the same angle. You know, you could back tie breaks, you could back first set tie break, you could back pass to win it 2-1. You could even back potentially uh, pass to lose the first set and win. There's a lot of options because just, just Sitsipas is just outright prices. Is, is money line prices is, is very, very short for me. Yeah. Mm. There you have it.
0: Lots of angles. Not many, many angles on the first match we talked about. Uh, probably a watching brief there to see if uh, Yang can hold on and you know get the, keep the pressure and be able to handle situation and get through to a um, Masters one thousand, a major ITF tour one thousand It's Funny if the first
1: set was six love, wouldn't it? Wonder what price that is. Well
0: I I, that's why I I thought he was looking calling out for a price that's I thought he was he was playing he was trying to get a better price on himself that's what I thought given the history I of like the first to suggest match anything between about, the two, about these two yeah given the first match between the two of them, I thought he called out a 6 love and thought you know what I'll get so they'll, they'll 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 back Karatsev, which the bet rivers betters are doing and I'll get a decent price on myself that's what I thought he was he was saying it for um, I wouldn't put it past him I know exactly that's, that's, that's that, that my thought process when he said that uh anyway, Struff, Leonard, John uh, Jan Leonard Struff and uh Stefano Sitsabas. That's the match for the Angles for us. Over 21 and a half games for me at minus 105. Sean has gone for a nice big price on Struff to win the first set at plus 330. Was it Sean? Uh
1: 360
0: plus 360.
1: 360, even better. Sorry, plus sorry, sorry,
0: plus 260, 3.6. Uh plus 260. And uh he's won the last in the last four matches they played. Struff has won the first set. There's 38 different markets available on the Bet Rivers website on that match. Remember to head there uh, later on today or tomorrow when the order of players out, so you can see if you have a line and get the odds on. But obviously, the things that we're doing here on uh, Game Bet Match now are getting bet because it's, 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 we're growing out our sort of popularity on the podcast and a lot of people are watching it. And no, 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 there's no reason why you shouldn't be betting because we're 22.83 units up in 2023 so far. And with the French Open and the Italian um, uh, Open in a couple of weeks' time, and then Wimbledon, I am very confident that that figure will get even higher. Um, there's four ways now you can follow us here on Game Bet Match on Betting Weekly. You can download our podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, on your preferred podcast provider. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is at uh, the Bet Rivers Network. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Because We Win, and also on Instagram, at Because We Win. Uh, myself, Roy Giovanni, and Sean will be doing dance moves at the, uh, at the Italian Masters. I've, I've sent some steps over to Sean to
1: learn. You have, know, have you have you seen the weather forecast for Rome? I I saw it. I don't. I, I, it would be well, a rain dance if it's any dance at all. I, I saw it. The weather forecast up to Friday. I didn't see Saturday when I'm
0: I landing on Saturday.
1: No, Is well, I'm, it rain? I'm Is going, it rain? I don't know about Saturday, but I'm I'm there Wednesday. Rain, 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 rain. Yeah, thunder well, showers. I, uh, it might change by then because these you know these forecasts. You don't
0: have much luck with the weather. Oh, I, mean, I don't. You, you, you don't. You
1: don't have much luck. Marrakesh rain. Indian Wells rain. Um, Rome rain. It didn't rain in Barcelona, but um, yeah. I mean, the the forecast, the advanced forecast, is not always accurate, is it? But that's, I'm hoping that it's not this time. But um, yeah, I've seen quite a bit of rain at these tennis tournaments. Well, I can see some dance moves
0: for you now with a rain mac singing in the rain. We could do that. It's raining, men. Man, man, I, I, I gotta come, be honest, I'm not doing any of this stuff. I'll come up with some <laughs> steps for you, Sean, and you, you can get it down. And you can get we, can, we need to get them Instagram views going and you dance. I'll record you
1: doing it then. How about that? <laughs> uh,
0: you have to get me a few uh beers in, in the rain delay to be able to do that, but I'm sure they might be it, it, it may be possible. Uh, anyway, thanks very much for watching. Uh, tomorrow, um, it'll be James Blake and Roy Giovanni looking ahead to all things tennis. And myself and Sean have got the weekend off now on the tennis scene. We've got Premier League football as well as all the different soccer content as well. But we'll be back next week uh, looking at that uh, Italian um, Open that's coming up very soon. And hopefully the weather clear, clears up when I fly out on Saturday. Uh, take care, everyone. And uh, we'll speak again soon. But uh, the big bets, the big match tomorrow for us uh, is Jan Lennistrup against Stefanos where We expect lots of games. And the German to do what he does every time he plays a big player. Start off fast and then crumble late on. Take care.
1: Thanks for listening to betting weekly game bet match on the bet rivers network.